Hello, podcast world. My name is Gabriel, um, and here by my side is my cousin, Jesus. Hi, everyone. My name is Jesus. Um, we're brand new to the whole podcast um, setup. Um, we're basically our first episode is going to be based on our introductions about ourselves, um, especially uh, what's um, transpired right now. Um, we just went ahead and started up this podcast just to... Um, for me, it's just to, I kind of started going into the whole podcast because of hearing other other YouTubers, um, other famous people going through it. Um, I don't know, just, you know, podcast seems like something that um, I see it as a hobby. Might as well try it out new. I don't know about you. So. Yeah, I see it as a hobby too. And also like a way to distract myself from this quarantine that's going on, so it's good. It's good for you know uh, having something to do without going outside. Uh, so speaking of quarantine, yeah, uh, I guess that's what had us go out, go out and about for this podcast idea was because we're stuck in quarantine. It's been a couple of months now. Uh, we've been locked up since March. I want to say March twelfth, like fourteen, I think. Yeah, 15, 15, I, yeah. I can't remember, I mean. Yeah, because we, on the 13th, we had plans to on going uh, to Disneyland. Oh, yeah. And then the day after, I think that they closed or the, something like that. So the, what we were trying to do for that week was I, for one, was going to go to Disneyland twice that same week before the closure. Um, but change of plans, the, the whole virus started to spread out rapidly and we just, you know, Went, from, went on from there and just, I don't know, but um, what we can say is that um, it hasn't been really easy because, for one, my cousin just started working with me. Um, it was get, We're getting the groove of things, you know, like him coming over here to California, starting a new life, or, and staying here with my grandma and everything else. Um, it's just trying to get through the living situation now that this whole quarantine started it was just it's been less hours for myself less hours for him as well and myself on the side doing postmates doesn't really work out it really sucks today i just went ahead and tried to do some postmates only went three hours in on bike and nothing pretty much hasn't happened so i was just like you know what just heading back home um but for you guys, I don't know how you guys feel about this whole quarantine. For me, I, I mean, for me, I hate staying at home. I really don't, I can't stay in one place. I mean, if it's work, then of course we're all going to stay in one place. But if it's like staying at home all day, it's like, I just feel like it's just meaningless. It's, it makes your life feel so meaningless at points, but it's just like, you know what, we're here trying to make people's life um, important. Um, to a point where, like, we got to stay home. We got to make sure everybody's okay. And I don't know. It's, I don't know how about for you. No, yeah. I mean, I was getting used to going to work, like, having kind of a routine. And when this started, it was, like, a change, going out of your comfort zone. Like, you already had something planned, what to do on your, on your regular basis, on your day. And then suddenly all this happened and you have to get used to this. So you have to change again. And for like the 
first two weeks was a little bit weird. I was like really bored. But once you get used to it, uh, it's okay. It is what it is. Um, I mean, the best, the most exciting thing we had done during this quarantine was watch um, WrestleMania. WrestleMania, yeah. uh, WrestleMania was two parts. Um, we had our opinions about it. Um, again, like this is our introduction video, our introduction video, our introduction <laughs> podcast. So we're just going to say random stuff. Uh, we would like to hear some feedback so, um, from you guys. But from here on out, it's just an introduction of what we want to talk about on our podcast. We just want to talk about random um, random topics that are going on. Like, again, we want to talk about WrestleMania. We could talk about um, popular foods that's coming up um, from, like, certain amusement parks. But we can't do that because the whole – all parks are closed, whatever. But, like, you know, we want to – connect with you guys and what's going on in the world and you know so i mean so going back to what we're trying to say is um so mo the best exciting thing we did so far during this quarantine was watch wrestlemania this year's wrestlemania was two parts um one part was on saturday night and the other part was on sunday night um the only thing i didn't like about the two part was just that saturday night they left it out for the less important champions, whatever. I mean, they did have one championship, major championship match was with Braun Strowman and Goldberg. But, I mean, it wasn't, for me, in my eyes, wasn't really a good matchup. Um, meaning it ended so quickly to a point, like, it was so high. It, it didn't have any um, momentum, especially with the whole Roman Reigns. Um, Roman Reigns wasn't feeling well, especially – we all know because of his leukemia and he's battling for, and um, so it was more health reasons. But like putting in Braun Strowman, like I don't know where it was like, okay, I guess he's really gonna win this. Um, so, but what did save the show was the boneyard match with between Undertaker and AJ Styles. Um, I don't know if you have your thoughts before I say. Yeah, anything. I mean, seems like. 2013. I haven't watched WWE since since recently that I came with you, and there was like a lot of wrestlers that I didn't know. Mm -hmm. But like the uh, the fact that I had to watch Undertaker being like the Undertaker that I remember from my childhood, I think that that was pretty cool. I mean, it was obvious that 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 match was recorded before you know like oh like yeah. a movie it was like a movie but it was cool though i i did like a lot like the storyline that they had and it was actually pretty cool like they showed you like an old undertaker yeah. and then all of a sudden he was like the undertaker you know that mm -hmm. kind of mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. american you know, yeah you know yeah um so he was going with um the whole taping um that Boneyard match was taped, I believe, was a few days before the actual WrestleMania was happening. Um, I think usually when matches like that happen, they um, eventually do that. Um, it was really cool. I mean, even though if it wasn't really live, live on television, it was still good when, while it was being taped beforehand. Um, I mean, like my cousin said, like Undertaker... Um, I mean, the last few WrestleManias, like last year he didn't come out for WrestleMania. The WrestleMania two years before, um, uh, of course, he lost. Um, 
lost to Brock Lesnar, and then he lost to Roman Reigns, and eventually he eventually he will go ahead and I guess showed his pre-retirement whatever after that match with Roman Reigns, but then later on coming back here and trying to fight against AJ Styles was really, you know, like I guess was his the prime of his career and what he was really meant for. I mean, God, like. I mean, I had just started watching WWE back in 2010 um, when he, um, Undertaker was world heavyweight champion when it was the whole um, Shawn Michaels Undertaker era, um, you know, and in, um, I mean, I can't speak for everybody else who has seen Undertaker go um, in their lifetime growing up seeing him wrestle, but in my own, my own eyes, it was just more like, shit, he has a streak going, like, that's cool, whatever. And then to witness it, losing to Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania 30, it was like, damn, like, that was it. But again, going back to the Boneyard match, it was uh, it was really good. Um, not good, it was great. I was really into it. Um, towards the ending of the match, it was really, really... <laughs> Really badass how he came back or whatever, but other than that, like it was a, I guess that that match saved the show. Um, yeah, in my and, opinion, and also one that I liked was the ladder match. Oh, the or, ladder match yeah, for the tag team championship. I mean, I didn't like that much the ending of the match. Oh, but like the whole match was a good one. So the mat, uh, so so the match for that was. So this year, since the whole pandemic was going on, um, instead of having our three the traditional uh, um, um, triple threat match, tag team match. It was a triple threat match, but which each team um, individually representing their team, if that makes any sense. Um, so for the representing um, John Morrison and The Miz was John Morrison, the current champions. And then the New Day uh, consists of Kofi Kingston, Big E, and Xavier Woods, but he's injured at the moment. But it was Kofi Kingston for them uh, representing the team. And then finally was, um, man, um, oh, the Usos. And I believe it was Jimmy uh, Jimmy Uso who was representing that night for the Usos. Um, but, yeah, the latter match was really intense to the point where, like, like damn, I feel like New Day was gonna take it. Usos were gonna take it because I wasn't really feeling Jim, uh, John Morrison, and um, Miz, but um, Kofi Kingston showed so much uh, pride in his work and everything what he was meant to do. So I really thought it was gonna be New Day becoming, I believe, it was eight-time world champions, um, but um, tag team champions. But other than that, the ending that Jesus is uh, talking about was that um, you got three men on top of the ladder. Uh, like three to, uh, three men on top of the ladder fighting for the titles. For the title, the title were, yeah, the, they were uh, the three of them were like grabbing the title. The titles were unhinged already, but Morrison and Kofi, all of them had them had the titles. Um, but Kofi and, and Jimmy Uso were carrying the bracket that was holding the, the two championships together, and then Morrison he had his hands on the title belt, and then from there. They knocked John Morrison out, and Morrison grabbed the titles and fell. That was it. That was the match. He, the whole point was the winner who 
get grabs the titles win. So I guess that was their ending to yeah. but it was a terrible ending that um the way they had planned it, or I guess maybe it was a mistake or we didn't we're not sure what happened, but other than that, I mean the match itself itself in the beginning was really good. Um there was no taking away from that. Um but other than that, it was just towards the ending. <laughs> um I don't know what else do you have anything else? I mean it was I don't know it was good and bad, so um, for Saturday and then going yeah, into and Sunday. Yeah, into Sunday. Uh, Sunday you had Charlotte Flair for, versus Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley, by far one of the baddest women in the NXT roster. Um, truly a deserving world um, NXT world champion. Women's champion, actually. But, I mean, you know, like uh, she has so much charisma, so much as athleticism and everything. Um so I wouldn't doubt that once she um, gets moved up to the main roster, she'll definitely be a world a women's champion. Um, but my um, your take on the match, I mean, yeah, I mean, it was entertaining, but I didn't like it that much. You didn't like it? No, I mean, I feel like this women's match did take was better than the other women's oh, yeah. matches. It was way better than the other ones, but I mean, um, I don't know, I. I mean, I think that it has to be with the fact that I don't know that much of the new wrestlers that oh, I okay, have, okay. so I don't get that like attached. For to your wrestling fans out there, I mean, if you're barely starting, yeah. I mean, my advice to you is to go back, not go back, but I mean, check out the most important matches. Like, um, before we go back to the whole WrestleMania critic, I mean, my cousin and I the other night were uh, coming out from work, popping up some drinks or whatever, and we're watching. Um, I Royal mean, Rumble. we watched the Royal Rumble 2010. We saw CM Punk versus Brock Lesnar SummerSlam, yeah. I think, 2013 or 14. Um, and then we saw um, um, The Undertaker versus Triple H at WrestleMania 27. And then we saw another match was based off, um, man, I can't remember. But I was telling them my favorite match of all time, and I wish it would have ended very differently, and I really thought it was going to go his way, was the CM Punk CM versus, versus Brock, Brock Lesnar. Right. When I showed him that video, I felt like he was really hyped up for it. <laughs> I Because I, I, I was telling him, CM Punk is somebody that um, doesn't give a shit about nothing. He's going to go for it, whether, he, whether he's going to get hurt or not. Um, because as I seen with other Brock Lesnar opponents like Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins and um, Braun Strowman or whatever, um, like the past fighters, he um, past wrestlers he gone against too, um, they didn't show so much um, strength. Like they didn't really, they it felt like they just, um, you know, just had had Brock Lesnar just had manhandled them for just a few minutes. And then from there was like more of a David Goliath scenario, like, oh, there you go, like uh suplex you like ten times or whatever, <laughs> and you can't get up and then F five and oh my god, you kicked out of nowhere, like what the hell? Like that doesn't make any sense. And then but like with CM Punk was like like this man did not quit. Like he did not quit. And especially with so much beat down, like it was like that was my favorite match of all time. And especially I'm a CM Punk fan, you know, straight edge for life, you know, whatever. But it was really, really, even though I already knew what was going to happen, I was just like, damn, like, fuck this yeah, shit. Yeah, he was, like, so excited. 
But, um, yelling at um, Brock Lesnar. <laughs> so, uh, wanna, you got to say anything about the match or any of your favorite matches? Oh, well, actually, that one I did enjoy it because it took me back. Like, uh, when I started watching WWE, it was at, like, 2018. Mm-hmm. And then I stopped watching it at, like, 2011. And from there, I mean, but that, by that era... There was CM Punk against like Jeff Hardy, mm-hmm. and I was like against CM Punk because I was like with Jeff Hardy. I mean, the whole Jeff Hardy and CM Punk feud was really good. Yeah. yeah, I would understand why, but I mean, not and, CM Punk. and then like watching him, like he was part of that of my childhood, mm-hmm. and then watching him fight against Brock Lesnar, I was like hyped up. It was good. I like it. Yeah. All right. Um, so we're going back to what we're talking about WrestleMania this year. Uh, WrestleMania 36. Yeah. Yeah. Or 36. Of course, it was, um, um, especially during this pandemic, they had a no audience. Yeah, it was. No weird. audience. It was really weird. But I mean, um, um, I was actually watching something on the on WWE backstage with Edge. Uh, it was a segment with Renee Young, Edge. Um Edge, of course, returned. Um, he returned back in the Royal Rumble right. this year. He returned at number 21, and it was a big splash. Everybody was hyped up. That was when we had a full audience, and it was a big splash. I saw this year's Royal Rumble, and then, of course, the winner of that Royal Rumble was Drew McIntyre. Um, but going to towards Edge, like, it's been about to be 10 years. Like, he returned, um, returned back to the Royal Rumble – 10 years ago, 2010, 2010 at number 28. And, of course, he took he took the win, went on to WrestleMania, but unfortunately lost to Jericho, uh, Chris Jericho. Um, but now um, his return was very it was very emotional for everybody, especially for him. Um, so with that segment, like um, Renee Young spoke about um, – Ed spoke about more of his, his mental health, his physical health as well. Um, I mean, like, damn, again, like, he's, for his age, I think he's, like, 46. Like, he is ripped, and he's, like, he's on the, the prime of his life. Like, this is his, um, this is his, the prime of his career. And I have no doubt that he's going to do a, a huge impact in the WWE again. Um, but that segment was just more based off his mental health, his physical health, and what it meant for him to be back in the, in the ring again. Um, and yeah, I mean, um, but he did have a match this year, WrestleMania 36. It was a feud with, uh, Randy Orton. Oh, um, uh, last man standing, last man standing. Um, I didn't get to see the ending cause I left for a moment and then I don't know if you saw the ending. Yeah. Yeah. I, I saw know. the ending. Um, basically Randy Orton, I think that he was going to apply an RKO to okay. Edge, uh-huh. and he put a chair, like, before uh, all of that happened, mm-hmm. they were fighting all backstage. Oh, backstage, yeah. And they, they, they oh, got again? to, like, a truck. And then again, I heard this was also um, pre-filmed as well. Oh. I don't know, something like that. I'm not sure. It's, I mean, I don't know. But... Yeah, but, like, uh, when it was about to finish, mm-hmm. they went to a truck. They went on top of that truck. Oh, okay. And Randy um, Orton went down for a chair. Sure and then shot. he was okay. planning to do an RKO 
on edge. So uh, edge could land on the chair mm-hmm. and get hurt. Then you know he's forty six and he's coming out from a neck injury. Yeah, a major neck injury. And um, all of a sudden, Randy Orton was like distracted, mm-hmm. and I think that it was like a DDT or something like that uh-huh. that Edge applied to Randy Orton, and Randy landed on the chair, okay. and then he couldn't stand up. Oh, that was that was what um, they were talking about on the the. Um, promo segment with um, Christian and Renee today. Um, it was on Tuesday, actually, but I ended up watching it because, again, CM Punk was there, so I had to see what he had to say on it. But um, he did say that it, um, it did affect him a little bit, but it didn't affect him major. Um, and she, Renee did ask him what was his thoughts about the, the matter and how he felt afterwards. He said he felt great. I mean, it did hit, he did bang his head a little bit, but... Um, and then from there, like, you know, like, I bet, like, I bet you everybody on, they were on their feet watching that match, making sure, like, fuck, he's gonna mess up, he's gonna mess up. I mean, like that, like this man is forty six, gone through two neck, uh, neck um, surgeries, and all of a sudden he's back, like it's crazy. Um, but I mean, that was a good. I mean, oh, and plus the match was forty minutes. Yeah, forty minutes 40 plus. Minutes. So I was like, what? So. Um, and he was, he was even bragging like, damn, it could have gone two more hours. Like I was like, okay, relax. And those two hours you're probably going to get hurt. But I mean, 40 minutes for his comeback to WWE at the grandest stage of the mall, WrestleMania, of course. Um, but it was really good. Like, I mean, um, another match, um, we did see, I think, um, it was okay, but a great finish anyways was, um, the Brock Lesnar Drew McIntyre match. Okay. Um, of course, like I said, like Brock Lesnar likes to manhandle his opponents whatsoever. But like Drew McIntyre, 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 my bad, um, did show a lot of um, fight in him. Like honestly, like I didn't. Um, I just feel like Drew McIntyre was more of a big talk, whatever, but then, you know, like, I had faith in him, you know, like, this was his year, when he won, won the Rumble and everything, it was just like, you know what, this is his year, finally, he's back, he's been NXT champion, he got hurt, bicep injury, came back, came back to the main roster, and, you know, completely dominated, so, I mean, I don't know what your take on the match. Yeah, I I mean, it was good, but it wasn't, like, that long enough oh, for okay. me, I mean... Even though in those, like, I don't remember if we're, like, 10 minutes or less or a bit more. You know what? For a WWE title match, it, it was short. Yeah. Um, especially for the Universal Championship, it was, I think it was 10 minutes as well. Um, I mean, it would have been best, like, I would say, like, the, 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 the feel for the audience, if we had an audience there, I felt like the match would have gone longer. The only reason I say the audience, because... Um, the audience tends to give that 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 like, feel of the match, yeah, like that energy. It's like uh-huh. you know what, I, we're gonna keep going with this match because everybody's going going with it. Like they need more, they need more. Like you know, and um, so yeah, like but I mean, like this year was very strange, and but, I mean, other than that, he's a world champion, finally a world champion. Um, 
So in, it, I guess this year's WrestleMania was more like a lot of redemption for a lot of people, a lot of redemption for Edge, a lot of redemption for Drew McIntyre. Um, for The Undertaker. For The Undertaker as well. I guess it was just more career-defining moments, and this was their moment to shine, I guess, you know, for the for all of us, you know. But, I mean, it would have been best with the whole entire audience behind their back. But, I mean, you know, but this is couldn't have gone either way. But it was I, – I like – I mean, it was – I would give it out of a 10, I would give it a 7, a, a solid seven. 7. Yeah. Um, uh, about that that match of Drew McIntyre against um, mm-hmm. Brock Lesnar, even though it was, like, that short, it was, like, a top-notch match. You know, it was like in that short amount of time, they gave all of his best. I mean, Drew McIntyre like resisted a lot of so it was suplex from Brock Lesnar, mm-hmm. yeah, and yeah, it was good. I would love to see Paul Heyman beat up. Beat up. Yeah, like, I don't know that he got punched by Drew McIntyre or something. Oh, <laughs> I, I didn't see that. I didn't see that part. Um, but, yeah, you guys, I mean, I, th- I guess that was the best part of our quarantine. It was just watching WrestleMania and trying to see the pieces and how it was going to take. Um, I mean... I mean, for our first introduction, I mean, we just want to talk, tell you guys, like, you know what, like, we're 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 humans and we're here to listen out for you guys. I mean, um, right now at the moment, I mean, if you guys don't really like our first podcast, it's okay. I mean, this is our first test run. Yeah. Um. I but we really do hope you guys do listen to us. Um. Our goal is to, um. Our, um. I mean, for my goal in particular for this podcast is just to you know like make an um you know just listen listen to what you guys had to say go um because we are people we we go we go through what you guys go through at the same time um i i kind of just want to do it also just to like you know be well known on podcasts you know like right now i um after this podcast like i also want to start up a vlog and um, on YouTube and hoping you guys could follow me on that, subscribe and everything. I mean, it's not up yet, but we'll let I'll let you guys know on that. Um, but I mean, our, I mean, I don't know what's your plans on this podcast whatsoever. Well, my plans are like basically as a hobby. I see this podcast as a hobby, uh-huh. but like, yeah, I think that it's a way to learn, learn. more. You know, to grow like like a person Mm -hmm. so you are always learning so this is an excellent opportunity to learn Mm -hmm. and to practice a bit more my english (laughs) oh true and so you guys know if you guys don't listen to the accent my my cousin is um yucatan mexico um he's mexican we're all mexicans in here um but we do hope i mean like again we're, we're hoping to also do bilingual talks whatever yeah. like he will speak to me in spanish and i'll answer him but i'll also try to translate but whatsoever but i mean we'll try our best i mean if we have some mexicans out there that could that do do understand spanish that's great too i mean for my for my homies that don't speak english don't worry i'll try my best to help <laughs> you out or whatever but um um yeah i mean again like this is a hobby um for sure that the more more podcast episodes that we do 
Um, we get used to recording and stuff like that, man. I, like before we started recording, I was telling him like, yeah, Damn, he was like, I feel nervous. I don't know why, but I feel nervous. We actually did two takes on this, two three takes just to test it and then to see how we sound. I mean, like I, like honestly, I don't feel good on the mic. I do get um stage fright, but I mean, like this is even worse because there's billions and billions of people that could go ahead and listen to this and probably be like oh he's talking so much shit doesn't make any sense or whatever but i mean hey like in my eyes when i when i hear myself or whatever i'm just like i'm not gonna meet this person so i don't give a fuck if you listen or not it's whatever but um again like this is our introduction we also would like on um, some feedback on our name we're still figuring out our podcast name um if you got anything out of this podcast, like a name, a particular, like listening to us, if a name popped up, like, oh, you guys should call yourself this because you talk about this and that, whatever. But um, yeah, I mean, hope you guys like it. And um, we'll soon be doing some um, more of this. Um, occasionally, we'll try to set up a schedule, whatever, and have more for you guys soon. And again, we'll, I'll let you know about my vlogs on YouTube, whatever. I do want to be YouTube famous like everybody else, whatever. But um, but yeah, um, this is Gabriel. This is Jesus. And we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.